Test number three before we go to a different app. Test, test, test. Grinnell College. I do what I want. Who? Uh, what? Our love. <laughs> You're reading signs traits. in the room. I just got that. And I got some real... Um. Oh, today is about, like, feminism. Yeah. And female empowerment. Cool. Yeah, hell yeah. I thought it should be fun. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm changing up the structure a little bit, so look forward to that. Oh, I'm interested. I love change. <laughs> you know that. Oh, oh you, you know got me I already. Change. Yeah. 30 seconds in. Hello and welcome to That Happened. That, oh, that where is I tell change. Scoot- <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all ruined. <clears throat> where I tell Scoot strange history. That, that happened. Italians, cheers. Okay. Had to look it up because we did an Italian one before. Failed. So it's salute. 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 What do we just say? Salute? Yeah, I think that's the one that we know more. Salute. Like health. That's what it means. Salute. Oh, you want to go straight to the cheers? Oh, I thought that's what we're doing. Yeah, let's do it. Just lean with breadcrumbs. Ready? Salute. Salute. I think you can hear that clink. We're talking about a story and... Well, first of all, Scoot, how's your day? Pretty good. I got out of work early today. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's the last work day of the week, so I got an early weekend, I guess. Heck yeah. Yeah, I was there. And we went for a hike. That was pretty fun. Yeah, three miles. Three miles through the swamp. And then we were finishing the hike, almost back to the car, and then we realized we had not stretched before the hike. Oh, yeah. Our body was like, how dare you? (laughs) Yeah, we pretty much had to crawl into the grocery store. Oh, yeah. On the way home, like waddling around like penguins. Don't mind me. It's how my hips work today. We saw a raccoon. Oh, my gosh. That was crazy. I got some pictures of the trash bandit. We we were in the woods, and there was a raccoon up in the tree. A palm tree? Yeah, just propped right on top, snacking on berries. I didn't even know palm trees had berries. He, he like, looked at us for a moment, and then he was like, yeah, I don't care about you, and then just kept snacking. <laughs> <laughs> Considered dismissed. Yeah, no danger. No, yeah, I like that. Just a couple of softies. Who, me? Okay, so today we're gonna. I'm gonna tell you straight up what it's about, oh, I and don't then get we're to gonna guess. delve into it. You okay. can guess, but I'm not sure what you'd guess. Pasta. Well, you, I told you that song was relevant. Toxic by Britney Spears. Now, that's what it's about. <laughs> All right, let's see how that's Italian, but <laughs> no, but it's a good hint if you were gonna guess it. Pasta cooked poorly. Do, 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 do. Marinara sauce. Yep, that's it. I'm so no, good at this. <laughs> I am so good at this. Today is about aqua tofana. 
I have no idea what that is. I figured I figured you wouldn't, so I just thought we'd start with the legend, the myth, and then we'd go oh. into the what the history, what the text sounds say. Like a, sounds like a fancy bottle of water. It is a fancy bottle Aquafina, of water. Aquafina, or I don't know what it. What did you say it was? Tofana. Aqua Tofana. Like toes on your toe. Or tofu. Yeah, like but tofu banana tofana. Tofu banana aqua tofu banana. <laughs> there we go. Oh, they got to rebrand now. Yeah. What have I they been they've doing? They've been saying it wrong the whole time. It's about Aqua Tofana, and aqua which tofana. is the myth. I'm going to straight up tell you the myth. Are you ready? Yeah. It is a poison, Aqua Tofana, made by Julia Tofana and her daughter to kill over 600 men in the 1600s in Italy. And she is often touted wow. as one of the first recorded female serial killers oh. or like a mass murderer. So you'll see a lot of stuff online saying Aqua Tofana or Julia Tofana, serial killer, mass murderer, um, yeah. expert poisoner. Uh, other details that you'll see online. Oh, wait, what do you think about that? That's pretty cool. Right? I mean, <laughs> female empowerment. Up. It is messed up. It's messed up that she's killing people. But if you don't think about that, it's pretty cool. It's like Game of Thrones with the Greek fire. Yeah, that's a yes we can moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. Break that gra- Rosie, glass ceiling. Rosie the Riveter type shit. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, the bottle, uh, the poison, not the bottle, the poison would often come in a pretty like makeup bottle because she was an apothecary lady. Uh, it was colorless, odorless, tasteless, um, and used by wives to kill their husbands. Hell yeah. And then because it was colorless, odorless, and tasteless, and it came in a pretty bottle, it could look like makeup, it could look like perfume, or it could look like, oh, we'll get into this later, but it could look like a type of holy water they had. And uh, so they would kill their husbands and then be like, oh, that's just my makeup. Yeah, it just looks like anything. Right? This is the myth? This is the myth, and okay. we'll get into the facts of it later. Okay. Well, th- what what was reported, well, I'm going to tell you right now, listeners, we are going to go into what was written down by wealthy white men at the time, because <laughs> that's all we have. Yeah. That's all we have. But, I mean, at least start with that, and then maybe you and I can have some fun pulling it apart and connecting or looking in between the lines and stuff like that, because that's really just one major perspective. Right. On history, which is mostly of what we get. People getting murked in this story. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we can still make it funny. Anyway, <laughs> she said to her husband. I think as long as me and you are having a good time. Hell yeah. Uh, the poison was supposed to work without a trace and invisible to autopsies. They just died peacefully and then nothing showed up in autopsies. Yeah, they're right? just dead. That's perfect. It, yeah. Um... And we need that. Gosh, maybe 150, almost 200 years later, you have Mozart died. Gosh, 1791. So we're talking about the 1600s for this story. But 1791, Mozart died. And Aqua Tofana was still such a legend in Europe at that point that one of his last things he said was he was blaming that he'd been poisoned by Aqua Tofana and he could feel his death approaching. And then he dies. And then he died. Remember, we watched Amadeus. He was writing that wet mass requiem. Yeah. And he passed. That's like part of his legend. And another part is that he claimed he was being poisoned by this mystery 
poison. I don't remember how he died in that movie. He just got sickly. Yeah, he just kind of like lost the will to live almost. Yeah, you know, he didn't seem to take care of himself. Uh, drank a lot, partied a lot, didn't sleep. Had a terrible didn't laugh. Eat. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get you every time. Just broke his heart. I happen to come... Fun fact. You know the creepy man in gray, the gray man in Amadeus? The guy that kept showing up as a figure and Amadeus was frightened of him? Mozart? Yeah, it was Amadeus, though. Right? That's someone... That's actual history thing. Oh, that really happened? Yeah, I came across a reference to Mozart's gray man. That's cool. In historical documents. And it's just the other guy. Well, we don't... We don't know who it is. The movie right. made a decision, right. which is kind of like reading between the lines. Exactly. sound like you're buying it okay so Aquatofana definitely the underworld of Rome and the Renaissance I would like to open the floor to Scoot what do you know about Rome during the Renaissance especially about the underworld if anything what guesses do you have (laughs) put me on the spot yeah Um, just let your mind run, run wild I don't know it's the Renaissance, so there's lots of paintings going on. I'm assuming and mm-hmm. that's the overworld. Is that where all the big cathedrals with the paintings are? Is Rome? Yes. Well, Taught. some of them, major ones. Yeah, but it's like okay, but it's over in that area. Yes. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle people. But those are popular. We're talking about the underworld. Oh, I don't know, gladiators. Well, religion is a really big deal. That's not a. That's not recent. The yeah. gladiator thing. That's too far. But it is Rome. Um. I like where you're going. The martini pizzas. I like that. The margarita pizzas. Probably some kind of Venice boat invention or... I don't know. I'm making stuff up. I, I like no it. Idea. I like where your brain's going. I don't know. Something no. with pasta. <laughs> Hopefully they invented a better way to cook pasta. Uh-huh. Um, they're probably dipping their bread in the wine because I think... I know in the old days, they used to put olive oil in the wine. Right. And then it floats to the top, so you would dip your bread in the wine, because it's got olive oil on top, and then you could drink it. What? I didn't know that. Yeah. Do you want to try that one night? Well, I don't think they do it now. Oh, put olive oil in the wine? Why not? Uh, Because we don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just You just blew my mind right now. Apparently, it's a thing. We can have an authentic Renaissance meal. Well, I don't know if it's Renaissance, but it is for this I think, story. Wait, no. Let's send this, okay? Have a full-on dinner party. <laughs> invite all of our closest friends yeah. and or people we met at the grocery store that day. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then um, have an surprise them. Renaissance, with, Renaissance yes, party? Yes. Yeah. We'll have to cover Just the house in the pieces. pour the oil into the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to get some rats and mm-hmm. some probably, poor people. Some, yeah, not poor. Some actors, peasants, just throw yeah. rocks through the windows and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I assume we got to starve them for three days before and then... yeah to get the real feel of rage. Right, uh, that's not even close to the rage they must have felt. They have to lose all their loved ones and. <laughs> so the 1600s Rome. Oh, we're done now. Okay. In the underworld, <laughs> it's a community, right? It's a community. It's a society. Uh, it's a culture, right? You're the, in the maintenance culture. I'm in the writer well, culture. Yeah, well, as I'm, much I'm, as... I'm in it. Uh, 
You exist with it. I am part of it, but I'm in it. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Um, but this community is consists of alchemists, astrologers, confidence men. So we've got potion people. Yeah. We've got star people. Yes. What was the last one you said? Uh, the next one is confidence men. So, motivational speakers? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yes, men? <What>? Confidence men. <laughs> I think we should bring that back. <laughs> What do I you do for work? My I'm a generation, man. My generation would both pay for and work as confidence men and or people, we should say, yeah. confidence people. Is it just a confident man? Or I is it like he teaches you how to be confident? Right? Is he just making you feel confident? Right? Just follows Maybe you just, around yeah. when you walk around town and anything you say, that guy's just like, Yeah, that's right, I heard that. Mm-hmm. That's maybe, true. Maybe you ask him questions and he uh-huh. confidently answers. Yeah, the first thing that comes to his mind. Yeah, <laughs> he only answers yes and no <laughs> questions. <laughs> He's just a little eight ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they didn't know the technology for eight balls, so that no. was the whole job. But he's confident. <laughs> Uh, so confidence men. Do I, I need these new shoes? Yes. <laughs> Are you sure? No. <laughs> but I'm confident about it. <laughs> apothecaries. Okay. Uh, wise women. Wait, what are apothecaries? Oh, they're... I thought you um, said that already. The potion people. I said alchemists. Oh, they're the potion people. Apothecaries are like health potion people. Alchemists Switch deal in doctors. three things. They deal in transmutation to gold. What? What? Yeah, you know the whole thing, alchemy? I don't know what that, know what that means. Um, changing metals into gold. Is that a thing? That Oh my god, that's a huge thing. You make them gold or you pretend they're gold? Their whole one, oh, there's three main goals for a, specifically an alchemist. And mm-hmm. one of the major ones was they wanted to learn... To use science to change any metal into gold. They believed it was possible. And so they studied this for like hundreds of years. The second goal of an alchemist was to create an elixir of life or a pill of immortality, basically. Oh, so they don't do anything. And the third one. Yeah, the first two. job is meaningless. You want to guess the third one or can I tell you? Um, This is an aside, but I still thought it was interesting. I don't know. They're trying to figure out how to turn invisible or learn how to fly. That'd be better. Without machines. Those are excellent choices. Um, They picked um, how to create a potion to help things grow. Water? Fertilizer? (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's Water? I'm pretty sure everything on Earth that grows uses water. (laughs) That's a third one, though. I don't know. What? (laughs) <laughs> that's ridiculous i'm blown just, away how much these guys are getting paid yeah i'm assuming yeah we're gonna turn stuff into gold how we don't know yeah they're working on it we're gonna create um the potion of life so you can live forever how oh we don't know i'm assuming they never reach their goals except for the the water one they're just the r&d department of their day <laughs> <laughs> it, it's scary because I'm right. Okay, so apothecaries. Which no wonder is, people are, all these guys are getting murked with this <laughs> untraceable poison. Oh, oh I have a job. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't. Why? They got a second family, is what they got. They actually were pretty well, turning, well known and famous. I'm turning metal into gold. You know how it is, babe. One day, it's going to work. 
You just gotta wait it out. Well, I don't think you know what you're doing, though. Yeah, we're gonna be rich any day, babe. We're gonna be rich any day. <laughs> no. I've got so much. There's so much metal out there, and any of it could be it's gold. Just we old just cars in the front lawn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just junkers outside. It's they're gold, babe. Just yeah. Don't know how to turn them into it yet. That's the modern alchemist. But they're cheap. And it's fun buying it. Yeah, it's just, it's car guys flippers. At rescue. <laughs> car flippers. That's there's money in that car. Don't worry, it's covered in rust. All I have to do is gonna be five minutes. That's it, and then we can sell it. And yeah, nobody wants it. Get a spray paint paint job on it. Ew. No, it looks good. It looks good. Yeah, it trust me, they're gonna love it. I've been trusting you for like ten years. No, I, I need know. you to keep just. <laughs> it's not gold yet. I'm still getting there. All right. The kids are starving. I've been working on the elixir of life, <laughs> and I got sidetracked. Is that for the kids or is that for you? Well, yes, for them because we but can't it, afford money. It for, seems like you've we been can't making afford it for money. you. We can't. Well, I need to live forever so they can live forever. So you could discover the gold thing, yeah. Yeah, well, but we got kids. Well, that's your problem, all right? <laughs> Fair enough. You win. <laughs> I'm I almost there. I just, <laughs> you keep bugging me about these kids. And you keep interrupting I me. I have to start over every time. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Didn't they eat last week? God. It's like they eat every single day. I don't understand <laughs> why they can't just be satisfied in life. It's insane. Uh, ungrateful. Ungrateful. <laughs> Okay, uh, wise women, witches, which Does, are separate. Doesn't exist, right? Wise women? <laughs> oh, just, wow. I'm I just, just got so triggered. I'm just messing with sk- you. <laughs> that was good. I'm you just got messing me. with you. I know. I know, but like I didn't know. I'm impressed. Um, they're more like oracles or like future tellers. Wise Why women. do I always picture oracles are blind? Maybe because of the Viking tradition or if you watch Vikings. What? No? What? What, do they stab their eyes out or something? Yes. No. I don't know. Both answers. All okay. the answers. <laughs> One of them's right. That means I'm right. Uh, backstreet abortionists, of course. Oh. Um, and this <laughs> is the best one. This is the best one. The gold people are with backstreet abortionists? These are the underworld. These are the unacceptable people. Where are the pasta places? All right. <laughs> they're acceptable. <laughs> yeah. They're upper world. Uh, overworld. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, dubious clerics. They were described as dubious, right? So funny. Uh, who freelanced as black magicians. So they're... What? This was a thing. They're black magicians. Yeah. I'm assuming they're, they're not like African-Americans, but... They're Roman priests and stuff, but yeah. at night, they're black magicians. Ooh, like party tricks? There's one... I didn't write his name down, but there's one priest who was so famous for dabbling in black magic that... Uh, he carried a hazel staff, like wood, hazel to do wood? his spells. Yes, hazel wood. Thank you. He only had one eye. Of course. Yes, it's a requirement. Um, he lived a really long time, and he married. God, I think it was nine, but he married lots of women just so they could have his babies because he needed lots of babies <sighs> for his black magic for his spells. Yes, I hear you joking, but that's a real thing. I mean, it sounds like he needs the Aquafina. This is the status the aqua... of male power in... <laughs> it, yeah, Tofana. He needs the Aquafimenta cheese or whatever. <laughs> I don't remember. I just remember Aqua. 
I'm just gonna start getting creative with tostada. it. Tostada. Uh, yeah, he needed the tostada nacho cheese to get rid of this guy. Uh, aqua tofana. Just uh, take the big sleep. <laughs> Ooh, Shakespearean. Okay. Is, okay. I didn't know that. Was, I, just, just, yeah, totally. I, I knew that, babe. Yeah. Of course. You know, I quote Shakespeare and Dr. Seuss all the time. Yeah, one of it. What? Don't. Why are you questioning me? <laughs> you know I do. Well, why are those two in the same? The best authors. <laughs> I mean, they're both great. Of all time. Just making shit up. And people are buying it. I, you know what? Every time, you know how I, you know my stance on language. Yeah, well, they're the same. It's, you know, you follow the rules, except if someone understands you, there are no rules, and that's why Shakespeare is great, and that's why Dr. Seuss is great. Um, so you know, English teachers lay off a little. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's good to know the rules and then break them, but do break the rules of English. I want that more. You anyway. heard it from Anarchist Red. <laughs> Break the rules. You can find me at one, two, three. <laughs> Anywhere Street. Anywhere Street. I should really look that up and see if I'm actually sending people to a it's place. It's in Florida. <laughs> oh, that's fine then. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> they're good. Okay, so we are, that's kind of the world that we are working within. As I said. Okay. All right. Of these, yeah, these so sorts of jobs. a wide range, wide range. But it's the community. Yeah. What a community. I mean, uh, if you went back to Rome in the 1600s, would you pick, like, Michelangelo or, like, the Pope or, like, the nobility? Or would you want to go hang out with an alchemist and some witches and uh, astrologers? I want to hang out with the pizza and pasta people. I- <laughs> That's you know that's the best answer. In the vineyards, see we wa- the invisible. We watch the thing, and there's like their lemons are amazing there. Yeah, I want to hang out with the foodies of Italy. I, I want to hang out with the backstreet abortionists and the people who are trying to turn metal into gold and shit. I do. <laughs> They're not worth my. I'm not getting anything from this. Uh you're right. You're obviously you have more sense than me. I think anyone who listens would already know that by now. Where are the pasta people. <laughs> Okay, so we, as we know this, like, as I know, not as Scoot knows, so listener, pick your side. There are a lot They're of on modern... on my side because they don't know either. They might be. Well, okay, sorry to interrupt you. Go no, ahead. you can interrupt. Well, I just did. Okay. <laughs> a lot of modern... Take that! <laughs> uh, so they differ, right? If you read, as usual... Nobody cites their sources, Scoot. I'm pulling out my hair. So you'll find articles all over the place at semi-reputable websites, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I say semi-reputable because they post articles with no sources on a regular basis. And so, that's so not so too reputable to me. Facebook, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, I don't want to name things out there right now. I'm not that. Websites? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just basically go to any website where you read an article and look and see if any actual source is referenced. You know, I can't say all. that I've ever done that before. And a lot of these articles will reference each other. Oh, they're just... They're one, making stuff up, weird. and then they reference each other. And so it's like, yeah, there's a link, and people don't click it, right? They're like, oh, it must be true, which I admit I have done before, but since this podcast takes more work, now I'm like, ugh, uh, click... Yeah. And, you're and then I'm like, what is putting this? Putting the sources at the end. 
this isn't the... <laughs> and then I go to the new article, and I click the source, and then I'm back at the first article, and I'm like, no. <laughs> so, we hear ideas like she started her serial killing at age 13 because of the differences of when Juliana Tofana, the lady, was born and stuff. Yeah, but um, like serial killers, they say, is just... Well, I don't know. It's the people who are mentally ill who serial killers, not like the traumatized people, right? They're like doing messed up stuff since they're little kids, like supposedly like killing and torturing animals. We're still in the the mythology right now. When they get older, then they start killing people. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) well. I'm just saying some say that, but. Uh, I'm. We have no idea. Yeah, some are when like, she oh, was she an was old lady it. when she was a kid. Okay. No ages are ever given for her. Well, yeah, they can't track. They can't trace her at all. She's the invisible poisoner. I, I'm really interested to see what the poison is. Aquatofana. Yeah. Well, that's a cool story too. But yeah, she's called the Queen Pin, the mass murderer. Uh, but what I want to do with you is look at the records, and then we can draw our own conclusions because those are. Very clearly sensationalist titles, clickbait, right? Clickbait. Clickbait. Maybe it's true. I don't know. I want to hear your thoughts. So this, think of it as like a detective story. Okay. Right? Who was the real perpetrator and creator of Aqua Tafana from the information you were given? Was it one person or many? Right? What can we imagine lies between the lines of all the historical accounts written by their contemporary white male Catholic counterparts. So that's all we're given. White male Catholics mm-hmm. giving accounts. <clears throat> yeah, they could just be blaming the one person they don't like or something. Nobody writes something down without a purpose, right? Yeah. So exactly. They could be. Um, but that doesn't mean everything they say is bananas. Bananas. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's detective game. As I mentioned before, thanks for letting me catch myself. You're welcome. In my situation. As I mentioned before, this poison by the 1700s became like mythologically legendary, right? Like it was whispered about. Men were terrified. Yeah, good. They, they <laughs> good. Uh, especially nobility, but. Really, just men in general. Fuck it was around. it was credited with supernatural powers and blamed for just hundreds of deaths for yeah. 1600s all the way through to the 1700s. Because it, it was supposed to be clear, only four to six drops could just level a man, destroy him, take him out, and it was also known as the inheritance powder. Eh? Eh? So you get your inheritance. Uh, I got most of this information from a historian. I'll bring up his name later. Um, But he's a historian at Cambridge University. And he seems to be one of the few people who have actually done the work to, like, the original language of text to figure out what they say. Um, Have any females died from it? Did you come across that? Unknown. I am only going to go into stories of a couple. And you'll kind of see why. I was just curious if, like, any of the people who wrote about it wrote about females dying from it. Well, one of the guys that writes about it much, much later says 
the 600 people included men, women, and children. Oh, okay. But he, that seems to be literally the only fact that he had. Yeah. With nothing else. So, yeah. um, well, I guess my question was, is it really just men are getting poisoned with it? That's or the is fear. It like, or is it that both are dying from it, but we only hear about the men? Or is it that these men are just dying and they're blaming it on this mystery poison, right? So that was my question. Like, That's if you an excellent question. Other people mm-hmm. dying from it, there's only stories about men dying from it. There's only stories about men dying from it. Hmm, suspicious. Uh, certainly... If a guy wanted to kill his wife, usually they could just kill her. So <laughs> I don't think that was as much oh, of a uh, concern. Good old days. <laughs> what? I'm kidding. <laughs> Good old days. Oh, I'm threatened. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not. Uh, so it was. She's an- the boss. I don't. <laughs> Are we kidding? <laughs> Whose podcast is Are this? We kidding? <laughs> Natural Babe, order. Can I watch TV tonight? <laughs> anyway. Natural order of things. I really want to buy my stuff at this tonight. time. I'm just trying to get my five dollars. The men. <laughs> that never happens. Babe, can I eat her? Okay, Am I still grounded. Get, get out all your frustrations. Now is the time. No, I'm just... <laughs> Apparently, I asked too many questions today. <laughs> Who you? I only designed a whole podcast around your love of questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so questions are for later. <laughs> Red literally went, Scoot, I, you have two more questions. <laughs> and then I need you to just hold off. on the, And all I can think of <laughs> were questions. Yeah. I was trying so hard not to ask any questions. Yeah, all that happened was about 10 minutes of dead silence. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying so hard to say something. And all I could ask were, I could only ask questions. Like, I couldn't think of any statements to say. I think I said, like, the weather's nice today. <laughs> you know what? Was, That's something. It was like five that. minutes of silence. <laughs> it's pretty nice weather today. Ten more minutes of silence. And then I went, <laughs> babe, I can't do this. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> What's going on? Anyway. <laughs> I did plan the day. It's been a good day, though. So it yeah. worked out. <laughs> yeah, it worked out. Uh, where was I? Okay, four to six drops. Forty-six jobs. Four to six. That's uh, a big difference. And the other magical property of this semi-magical, right, purported ability of this poison was you could give someone drops enough drops to either kill them in a day, or to kill them in a week, or it wouldn't kill them for another year. Well, so you could yeah. really time it out. Yeah. Well, I would do at least a week or a year. Right? It makes more sense. Yeah, though you're not near Like, <laughs> you're not the last person to see that. But I guess if you're on a time crunch, you could also do it quickly. Yeah. So yeah. It is, it's a big market if you're I mean, trying to sell the stuff. And it comes as makeup. It comes as makeup. Yeah. That's why guys never killed anyone else with it. Like, yeah. I don't want that shit. It looks girly. <laughs> Wear some makeup. No! Can I get a blue phone case or is it too feminine? What? Yeah, it's navy blue. Was this a question you got in your maintenance culture today? Yes, someone at work asked me that. (laughs) It's a navy blue. 
plain navy blue phone case. Wow, so girly. Do you think I can get this phone case, or is it too feminine? Uh, who cares? It's na- we're all wearing <laughs> navy blue right now. <laughs> it is your uniform. <laughs> of course you can get that on your phone. And he went, nah, I'm just going to get black, like I always what? do. Yeah. No, I, I am liking black less just because of that. But not super less. I love wearing black. But I'm feminine, so it works. Yeah. It's a contrast, right? I said, get whatever case you want. Yeah, It hell doesn't yeah. matter. It literally doesn't matter. Okay, we really have to get back on track. <laughs> All right, we were talking about... Um... The natural order, uh, the considered natural order at this time. I was literally about to say that. Oh, no way, really? No, absolutely not. Oh. I have no idea where we were. Okay, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you're throwing me off my game today. You're doing so good. <laughs> you really made me comfortable before we started today. Hell yeah. Oh, 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 oh. sorry. Oh. <laughs> Can I talk now? <laughs> Men rule as petty tyrants, right? Yeah. Whether it's over their city, over their country, or just over their wife and kids. So like they emotional. are in charge. They- mm. 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 <laughs> mm. Oh, okay. Mm. Bite uh, your tongue. <laughs> and so, as like these petty tyrants at every level, yeah, being poisoned was like the ultimate emasculation at this time yeah. it was like their biggest fear how do they fight that so weak what are they it's like a ghost right so what do i do weak. punch it in the face it's I've poison done, yeah. <laughs> not to punch in the face <laughs> so big deal you know they're all eating good too so they're <clears throat> like what am i supposed to stop eating let's get into the story uh, whoa okay let's do it let's do it so i know i was telling you about juliana Ju- julia julia tofana spelled with a g believe it or not oh it starts with a g yeah G.I. Julia. G.I. Jane? G- <laughs> no, G.I. Julia. G.I. Julia? Her lesser known Her lesser known counterpart. counterpart. <laughs> no, um, this is another lady. This is Palermo, Italy. Only some, sold in Italy. Okay, I'm sorry. Some town in Italy. I don't even know where it is, so don't ask me. Uh, where is it? T- Palermo. Tefania Diadamo. Tefania Diadamo. Diadamo. Um, they're is a record in 1633, right? So this is kind of the beginning of the wave. 1633, uh, two women were convicted of aqua tofana poisoning. And Teofana Diadamo was one of them. And it was so horrendous that the prosecutors and judge, they were sentenced to die. Um, this is the first time we've ever heard the phrase aqua tofana. Okay. Thinking it's based off of Teofana, right? Yeah. And uh, the Oops. lady Teofana was either, we don't, we're not quite sure, but she was either drawn and quartered, which Damn. even for the time is like the worst way to go. Yeah. If you don't know what it is, you, you're living your best life. Look I don't it need up. to, yeah, it's vicious and not cool. Even at the time, they were like, ooh. And or the other record says that she was tossed into a burlap. Well, she was put into a burlap bag, burlap bag, and tossed over the Bastille walls into the city streets and just Damn. left there. Uh, yeah. So it was like they were big mad. <laughs> I mean, if they can't even get that detail right, that's why I'm saying like the mythology's big, but at least we can get the details we have. Those aren't even close to the same thing. The point it's completely is completely different. This is what history is, right? So people yeah. who talk about history like these things were facts, it's like maybe, 
um, things did happen, but even in the actual records, they don't ever line up. Yeah, they're just making shit up. They're, well, they're guessing. Exactly that, yeah. They're doing their best guesses. But right. it's fun to like try to piece things together and create the puzzle, the image of the puzzle, right? Knowing yeah. that we'll never be correct on this podcast, we'll never be correct, but we might expand someone's ideas of what something might be. Okay. Loose facts. Loose, yes. So that is. <laughs> Sum it up. Loose facts. Loose facts. <sighs> Back to the story. Uh, so she was killed. And then another Julia Tofana moved another in. One? No, no, no. The Julia Tofana moved into Rome within the next few years. I thought that's who just died. No, this was Tofana de Adamo. Now, this is important. It's the last time oh. we're going to talk about Teofana de Damo. First, okay, but important, because have... it's the first time we mentioned Aqua Teofana. But they almost have the same name. So, one of these guys who wrote this account was supposed to be an expert on Sicilian culture, or the local culture, and said it was common for a daughter's last name to be their mother's first name. So, oh. that's the best link we have. Julia Teofana was likely Teofana Diodamo's daughter. Because of the name. Because of the name. Okay. We don't have much more than that, but let's go with it because it's <laughs> let's interesting. Let's just go with it. Just, let's, yeah. yeah I hear you. I think it's okay. We're rolling with it. Because I'm like, hey, that's what we got. Let's roll with it. And if you find yep. something later that disproves it, perfect. Anyway, so supposedly her daughter and Julia rolls into Rome within the next couple of years with her own either daughter or stepdaughter or just young woman posing as her kid. She's like in her 20s, though. She's not like a kid. Right. Right? Or teens or something. I don't know. Uh, she... Let me find my place. It's like that chocolate movie we watched. Oh, my God. Such a good movie. Chocolat. Chocolat. Yeah, she just rolls in with the north wind. Yes. Bringing her illegal That's the vibe, chocolate. but with the poison. Yeah. <laughs> Chocolate. It's just a retelling, but with chocolate. Of Aqua Tofana. Yeah. <laughs> Arguably, it's a good argument. I really like that idea. Um, let's set that aside for the moment. Well, so we have Juliana Tofana arriving in Rome because she had apparently fleed Palermo after a failed attempt at poisoning some people there. Okay. So her and her quote unquote daughter, whose name is. Oh my gosh, what is her name? Spada. Spada. Yeah. <laughs> Tofana and Spada. Spada. Um, they were accused of poisoning, so they run to Rome and almost immediately set up a poison ring. Hell yeah. Yeah. So they go and recruit two poison makers. Okay. The two of them. They recruit two dispensers, a.k.a. saleswomen. Yeah. I like that they're all keeping it. Yeah. Women. In the business. Keeping in the female. All, yeah. Yep. They know who their market is. Exactly. Yeah. And then they also um, made friends with one of those dubious priests that I mentioned before mm -hmm. who had a brother who was a very chill apothecarist. And yeah, that's gonna, where they got their arsenic and their other stuff. Yeah. They got to get the supplies from uh -huh. the potion guy. Uh-huh. So they found a questionable priest who was related. So that way they get like church... Something with the church, and then the supplies, and they're together, and then they're friends, right? And they're like, we're all going to work together. Yeah. 
to help women. Ocean's Eleven. So you can imagine how this turns out. <laughs> well, anyway. Uh, so now they're in business. Bam, 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 bam. Bam, 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 they got their poison going. Um, they started, they had two major people. So Spada. Spada. The daughter, right? Yeah. She's actually a widow of nobility. Another account said that her husband went into debt and just ran away and Wait, was so never the, seen again. So the mom's in her 20s and the daughter's divorced That's already? what I'm saying. None of these storylines, ages make sense. I also, mean, kids even, got married real young back then. I, I know, but even if you got married at like 13. Some accounts say she was a stepmom of Spada. That would make more sense. Right? Cause the, yeah, the math doesn't make sense. It doesn't. None of the math makes sense. So I'm like real in spaceland when it comes to how old these women are at any point. So, um, but her daughter, stepdaughter, whatever, Spada, was married to either a guy who died or a guy who ran away from his creditors and never came back. Okay. So essentially a widow. Yeah. Uh, but because he had been nobility, she moved in the noble circles and would mm. like get close to people and find out how their marriages were and then if they felt they could trust someone to keep a secret they would sell it to them and then one of their poison makers i'm gonna come up with her name later de grandis that's what it is uh she was the like grandest. the grand <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh she was the one that worked with the lower class with oh, the normal people really i mean we're all lower class grandest. here uh, <laughs> yeah she's the grandest of what's out there <laughs> yeah uh so those two like worked their circles and yeah, the, between those two they kind of got everybody spada mm -hmm. is doing the upper and not the grandest is doing the lower that's right yeah and it's working really well they put their poison in these uh what they're called mana bottles but they're glass bottles that are really ornately decorated uh of healing oil it's supposed to be full of healing oil that dripped from the bones of St. Nicholas. Remember in a previous episode, I told you that dead popes or saints had magical powers? Yeah. This is one of the magical powers. Yeah, it's Santa. Sa it is Santa! Look at you! Hey! It wasn't they got officially Santa, magic Santa at this, this poison. time. Yeah, but his bones were still dripping oil, and they would sell the oil. Because that's what St. Nicholas would have wanted. Yes. <laughs> it's a um, Christmas miracle. Yeah. Yeah, it is. This is Aqua Tofana, the Christmas music. Yeah. Is it Christmas coming? Wow. How perfect wow, is this story? Wow, what a story? perfect story. Who knew this was a Christmas story? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they would put the, the Aqua Tofana in those bottles, which is very normal to have her in your house. Or as I said before, in the in the makeup. Uh, Julia Tofana was supposed to have taught Spada and DeGrandis how to make the poison. Okay. Uh, and she was supposed to have learned it from her mom. Mom, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, and then she died. <laughs> okay, I have a problem with this. This historian that was writing about this was like, and then Tofana died in 1651, probably in her bed, never accused, just fell asleep and didn't wake up. We don't really know. Anyway, and I was just like, What? <laughs> She like, is he poisoned. making that up? There's that. There's what if she just, you know, left town? Yeah, changed her name. Set up the ring and then was like, I'm going to move on. Mm -hmm. um, 
So we'll come back to my theories, my crazy ass theories. But I find it quite strange that she just killed over and died at this point. But apparently she got the she plague. Did. Um, unsuspected of crime, and then the ring kept going. Uh, Spada took over, new boss lady. The daughter. Yeah, she's now the in charge of the whole thing. The unconfirmed daughter is now in charge. Yes. And she is, like, super, like, smart and chill and cool under pressure. Like, she has been through enough stuff in her life that she, like, they, at some point in the future, they're going to take her in for interrogation. And she's just going to be like, yeah. And they're like, so-and-so, your friend? She's going to be like, yeah. I'm going to tell you all about them without saying anything incriminating. You're welcome. And she did, right? Like, she's just real cool, level-headed, even though she's young. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, she was also known as the leader that, yeah, they did make money for their poisons, but she would often give it for free for desperate women who were in terrible, terrible situations. Yeah, they're not in it for the money. They're in it to help people out in in a way. Yeah, I mean, women coming for makeup often enough are likely trying to cover bruises and stuff. Like, it yeah. makes sense that you would get those two things together. And there was no laws against nothing protecting women we were literally chattel at the time uh unlike today we're so protected (laughs) yeah so much better now it is for me i got lucky me too hey so um spada is kind of a really interesting figure good and bad right like dexter of her time yeah very cool very cool uh, however, DeGrandis is usually credited with the ring going down in one way or another. She's considered the weak link. She kept fucking up. She's not the grandest. Yeah, well, okay. In, in her defense, she is likely way more desperate and based in survival than Spada has ever been. Like, well, she's... yeah, she named herself the grandest. <laughs> trying to just... pull one over on people. You know, it was her nickname. <laughs> My name's the best. She had a bigger, fuller name, and everyone just called her DeGrandis. Yeah, my name's the best. I'm the best <laughs> there ever is. I didn't even catch that. I'm like, wow, she must be really good. So in the late 1950s, right? So Julia died in 51. They're selling it. Everything's going well. They're selling this poison. They're living their lives. They're meeting up, but no one knows. In the late 1650s, there is a warning notice and a public outcry issued by rum. It's like posted on all the boards and stuff. And it says uh, there is a poison going around. The symptoms are agonizing pains in your stomach and throat, vomiting, extreme thirst, and dysentery. And death. Yeah, a symptom. There you symptom, go. Symptom, yeah. Uh, and these are also symptoms of arsenic poisoning. What's that again? The symptoms or arsenic? No, what's arsenic? arsenic? You made it sound like it's a pretty normal thing. It is a pretty normal thing. I'm sorry. I um, Arsenic is a colorless, odorless power, powder yeah. that'll fuck you up. What's it used in? Makeup. Huh. Especially at the time. I think they use it in like farming and stuff. Like they, we do use it. Yeah, I've heard of it. For a lot of purposes. That's what I mean. I was like, it sounds... But it's also incredibly poisonous if someone chooses to use it in that way. Okay. It'll destroy you. But this was more than just arsenic, right? But the notice lists the symptoms of arsenic um, in pretty much 
you know, I looked at quite a few places. The ingredients to this were like, it was probably arsenic and blah, blah, blah. And no one matched any secondary ingredient except mm. for arsenic. Yeah. Because no one knows what it was. So we'll get more into that mystery in a bit. But no one knows what this poison was, which is part of the myth. That's why it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> They had Santa magic in it. Yeah, St. Nicholas. St. Nicholas oil drippings. Yeah. That makes it sound gross. Well, how is it not gross? (laughs) Tell me. I mean, I don't know. It's elegant. Eleganza. Poison for fancy makeup that you use to kill your husband, I guess. Do you want to hear some other possible ingredients that might be in the poison? Yeah. Possibly lead. Okay. Possibly antimony. Possibly um, uh, solomato, which is mercury, mercury chloride, which you might remember is when people treating their syphilis and STDs with mercury. Yeah. That's what that is, right? With it's the, uh, extremely toxic and acidic. Genital injector. Yeah, so that might be in it. And the other thing that might be in it is belladonna, which I think is relevant. Because arsenic, as I said, it's in makeup. It's mm-hmm. what they use to whiten the skin Okay. in their makeup. Belladonna... You're going to love this. They would use a little bit in their eye drops, drop it in their eyes, and it would enlarge their pupils. Oh. So they looked more attractive. With, With their pupil sizes. All doped up. The ex- expectations of women. How? Yeah. I mean, and they're like, oh my God, they're killing us. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm sorry, my pupils are the wrong why size, sir. They're so upset. It sounds like they were having a really good time. <laughs> I don't know what they're complaining about. My For real. gosh. So ungrateful. <laughs> Just stick this poison in your eyes and give us a smile, love. <laughs> Why aren't your pupils bigger? <laughs> so the next big thing that happens is, well, the thing of note, right? We've got deaths happening, but everyone's like, do we even do an autopsy? Right. And the wives. Yeah. Often, the wives will request an autopsy um, so that they're in the clear, right? They do an autopsy, and they're like, oh, he just died of natural causes. We don't know what happened. And then they're like, oh, poor me. I'm a widow. No. And then we have the Duke of Sari. Sari. Here's our big story. One of our big stories. He was married. His wife died. So then he married his second wife in 1648. So, 48, as you remember, Julia Tofana died 51. So, he got married in 48, a few years before that. At the time, he was 40 years old. Would you like to guess his new wife's age? 13. How did you know? That's the age, man. I don't get it. I don't get it either. It's so creepy. It's. Yeah. It's so weird. It's. Um, it's disturbing. It is. It is. I just say 13 because I age swear difference, that's what it right? always is. Yeah. I, I, it's always that. Like, it's so weird. It's like, can she carry babies? And they're like, well, kind of. Technically. Like, <laughs> but not, not healthily and probably won't survive them. Well, she's carrying mine. Okay. <laughs> so weird. Anyway, so uh, as you can imagine, his wife, her name, her she has a coolest name, Maria Aldo Brandini. <laughs> that is fun. Aldo Brandini. Aldo Brandini. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Maria. Can you be? Can you imagine someone in the military having that name? 
Alabandini. He would never be. <laughs> Get over here. Alabandini. Where's Alabandini? Alabandini. <laughs> no, we just call him Brandy. You gotta like stop walking to say that name. Brandy. Yeah, he. They would <laughs> definitely have a nickname. <laughs> um. So his wife, she grew up. She was thirteen, and she got married to this guy. Kind of a lech, right? Uh, and then by the time she was 22, she had grown into this young, beautiful woman uh, by historic accounts of these white male Catholics. She's an adult now. Yeah. They're like, wow, she looks different. Uh, wow, now she's <laughs> That's young. That's crazy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, oh. Uh, mm, uh, she fell in love with a man named Count Santinelli. Santinelli. Yes. But, of course, she's married to this other guy. So she fell in love with the new guy about Mm. her same age. He's sending her love poetry. He's knowledgeable about the world. He treats her like a peer, probably. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Santinelli is actually a really interesting character. Side note. uh, He had, up to this point, he had actually been studying under a woman who was the Queen of Sweden. Oh. This woman abdicated her throne. And moved to Rome to study science. Just to, yeah. Because she had money and she was passionate about learning shit. She's like, this queen shit ain't for me. Yeah. She was like, this is too much. <laughs> I'm going to go surround myself with, um, well, research. And we'll see. <laughs> types of research, right? Just like on the edge. On the edge of science. Uh, so this guy, Santinelli, he had been studying under her with in alchemy. And in, in, like, poison arts. Oh, okay. For three years up to this point. Apothecary is the fake gold people. No, it is alchemy. Apothecary is the... the potion people? Yes. So, wait, they were studying the gold stuff? I wrote alchemy. I'm probably wrong. It's confusing. But he's basically studying magical things he's, with her. He's <laughs> trying to figure out potions. Yes. And poison. Yes. So, it doesn't make sense other the gold car flippers <laughs> I just Next put in relatable game. terms Bye-bye. so I can remember yes yes I love that uh, so he had actually been studying like in poison and then he likely knew the poisoner's ring because of that connection right and then he falls in love with this noble woman who's in a fucked up marriage right yeah so um, he got the goods Second side note, before we get to the next exciting part. Second side note, she had Santinelli working with her, this ex-queen did. She also had a famous Italian assassin. Assassin? Who I think is, like, mentioned, but I think is super important to the story. And the assassin's name is Exili. Sounds like an assassin name. So this queen had those. Right? What a great name. Exili. 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 Exili left. Like exit stage left. Okay, so <laughs> I get it. So of course Maria. Back to the Aldo Brandini. Aldo Brandini of the sad marriage. <laughs> she runs to a dubious priest, and it happens to be the same dubious priest wrapped up with Julia Tofana's gang. Mm-hmm. Um, but Julia Tofana's dead. Apparently, she's gone anyway. Because oh, this yeah. is in the late fifties. So, uh, father, that father, Girolamo, which the name isn't important, uh, went 
to DeGrandis. DeGrandis gives the poison. Two days later, Duke of Syria, Duke of Syria dies. Wow. In his sleep, peacefully, no autopsy. He's dead. So, uh, sorry, this is confusing because you said one of the symptoms is like agonizing pain. That was a symptom mentioned in a pamphlet. Okay, that's what I that's what I meant. But the You're fear right. was and the myth is that it can kill and look like death. Yeah, you wouldn't know. That to me that makes sense. Yeah. Right? Like nobody knows they're being poisoned, that's why it's you. But yeah, the pamphlets like it's it hurts, it's like all this stuff, but right. I'm like that doesn't line up with anything else that we've heard. Well, if you were in Rome and you're going to put out a pamphlet to warn people, would you put out a pamphlet that said, this poison could kill you at any time and no one would ever know? You wouldn't even know. There would be fear in the streets. People would be, like, freaking out, man, that you're just trying to cause chaos. So I I don't know why they would put that out. That's That's my reading between the lines. But either way, what are they supposed to do? Right? That's why poison's so scary. That's like, hey, you can be poisoned and it's going to hurt a lot. Good luck. (laughs) Watch out. Or, hey, you can be poisoned and die. Good luck. Yeah, and and more women are reading it and they're like, really? Where do I get this stuff? (laughs) I hadn't even thought of that solution. I've been looking everywhere. Can they put an address? Guess I'll just go home and get beat up by my sweet, sweet man. Yeah. The love of my life. (laughs) Um, okay. So she runs to the priest. They get the poison. Duke Siri dies. No autopsy. And basically, Maria gets out of that marriage scot-free. Never accused of anything. However, and as you might imagine, her family immediately imprisoned her so that she wouldn't run off with someone they didn't like. <laughs> so. Classic. Yeah. I... Sometimes I think back to this time, and I'm like, as a woman, would you rather be nobility or common? Because at least if you're common, normal, right? You can, like, say what's on your mind. Well, to a point, yeah. But you also have to probably die by 30. But if you're nobility, you're getting, like... Like, your whole self-identity doesn't exist. You are a doll and a puppet, and that's it. You've been groomed for everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Only you, make other people happy. You and that's fill it. a role. Uh, yeah, or you have a role to be filled. <laughs> hey, you see what I hey. did there? <laughs> that's uncomfortable. Anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> so after the Duke of Seri dies, a little, it's not directly related, but that's one of the like ramp, ramping ups of this situation. There the gang gets rounded up. So we're going to go into that story. The Pope has a quote at the time saying, great numbers of women, young and old, were confessing to the priests that they had poisoned their husbands with the new slow poisons. What are these priests ratting on them? Yes, they're going to confessional. Oh my God. They're not supposed and to do that. They uh, they do it all the time. They're not supposed Here's to do that. Here's one of many examples throughout history where women go to confessional oh, yeah. and they are immediately like, you're going to prison or we're going to like use you to find out the facts. That's the whole point of confession is they're it's not supposed to say anything. Not, matter, you can tell them anything. I don't. I never trusted it. I've never done it. Well, here's number one fact about why. 
Well, not number Why? one. I'm, as in your first, if you haven't had one before. Oh, Where they yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. used the it and went after the exact women who confessed. Just the first one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, not the top. I don't know what you're talking about. Number would be. one confession. You pick that. You pick that, not me. Okay. Um, so they were using that. They, they were talking about, oh my gosh, there's so many widows on the streets these days. Which seems to me like male peacocking about ridiculous shit. They're just shit. dueling all the time. <laughs> I know. People die, you know? Why are there more women widows than usual? It's because they, they can't must leave be the house. killing their husbands. Because they can't leave the house. <laughs> now they can. What are all these women doing out here? Oh, they're widows now. What, what, what? Marry them. I don't know. And um, <clears throat> there is a court record. This is one I like the most. There's a couple stories about how they got caught, right? Like someone, the myth that you'll see online is that someone was going to feed their husband a bowl of soup and then started to cry and confessed she was going to po- poison her husband and then gave up the whole thing. Yeah. That's not backed up by any documents. I don't know where that came from. Like what? Okay, hear me out. What kind of drug dealer is like, let me tell this random person I'm selling this to everything about our operation. Like that lady mm-hmm. would only know who sold it to her. Right, she wouldn't have the extra deets. She wouldn't know the whole mapping of this like poison ring. Right. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me. I understand that she would rat. Right. Right, and confess to it, but I don't understand how. Oh, now the whole ring goes down just because this one person was like, You're right. Oh, I did it. You're, t- <laughs> You're totally right. That doesn't so make that's sense. weak, but somehow that's the most popular version. Weak but eager. <laughs> um, great. I love that. Uh, another version is just that the clerics and the priests started rounding up this woman and questioning them and found out who it was. But my favorite version, which I think is the most reasonable, but also the most exciting, so we're going to go into it, is uh, they captured DeGrandis, you know, old DeGrandis of the normal people. Yeah, not DeGrandis. The, they, they arrested her for the fourth time. Yeah. And they finally arrested her with poison on her person. They tested it on the dogs and shit. Dogs. Those dogs were dying. <laughs> Fuck. And they were like, we know this is poison. Everything She's dies. Like, you don't know anything. And they were like, all right, you can go home. And they let her go home. What? And then, this is real. They followed her? This is court documents. Better. They brought in a Florentine woman, gave her a fake name, fake identity, gave her a house, installed her in court, and then let her start talking to people about how unhappy she was in her marriage. Oh, and let them come to her. Yes, full, like, spy story. That makes sense. That's yeah. the most accurate. What are they just, like, the other one, what are they just rounding up every single woman? Just asking them, hey, are you in the poison ring? They're like, no. Oh, she's good. Oh, she's good. She's good. We only go for yeses here. <laughs> we don't. Yeah, what kind of. We know of, how this works. We know how women kind of, work. Yeah, like witch trials. <laughs> if she drowns, she's. She's innocent. She's innocent. <laughs> We've got so many of them. So finally, this fake noble. Well, she's a noble woman, but this undercover noble woman. What a cool job. I mean, she's ratting out her fellow females, so yes. she's kind of a traitor. Well, I think that this poison ring has got a bit of good, a bit of bad, right? Yeah. Which makes it fascinating topic. It, it is a response to a horrible situation for women. So while it's not like, ooh, angels, it's like, what else are you supposed to fucking do in that situation? Yeah, they're they're desperate, right? Exactly. That's why they're going to that. They have no. They're powerless. Yeah. 
And that's what makes this poison so mythological to the men is it gives women ultimate power when they are powerless. And that's terrifying to them. And that's why I love this story. It's a cool story. Right? I'm into it. Okay, so... um, they, the noblewoman eventually gets her one-on-one with DeGrandis, right? Okay. And the moment the exchange is done, money for the poison, the Roman guards step out from behind the curtains. This is a quote. <laughs> Two Roman guards, yes, yeah, stepped out They're from just behind, behind the, the curtain cur- windows. The little boots were sticking out. <laughs> yeah. They got their, they're in full armor Don't with sneeze. shields and shit. Yeah, don't move. Ding, 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 Just ding, 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 like Scooby Doo <laughs> hiding behind the curtains. They were, though. And then they stepped out. They arrested her. Of course, there's tons of torture. It's just Roman cops. And they're That's what in, it is. They're, when they're asking questions, it's all richly laced in levels of torture, which any historian with their salt will say. You can look at these records, but just know that every confession comes from torture, period. So Yeah, they'll say anything. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But to grant, you know, at that point, you're kind of going, does this poison ring even exist? But that's where you get to the existential part of history, and we're just trying to roll with what we have. We're getting into conspiracies. Yeah. (laughs) Well, maybe one day. That sounds fun. It does sound fun. I do want to pull my hair out and, and be happy and morbid at the same time i like conspiracies because i'm just like what can people think of next Ooh, right yeah i'm like wow i've never thought of it that way i even if it's like like flat earther stuff we should do it because i've been listening to some stuff about conspiracies and what's crazy is a lot of the craziest stuff we hear today yeah is literally word for word repeated conspiracies from like a thousand years ago right <laughs> like um, they're just it, it bringing could, up the same little tropes exactly it again could just and be again the and we're like what the fuck of these people thought of it a long time ago and then nowadays they just heard about it and they yes. go oh i believe in that someone references this. an old painting about the old conspiracy theory yeah. gives it a title and then that's like oh that's evidence it's a now. new conspiracy theory yeah. yes like i've been seeing oh no we'll save it for the conspiracy theory um podcast oh the episode i'm looking forward to it because i got i i really am into it because it's just fun to talk about okay i'll remember that you know i said before i was like i don't know what you're really into but conspiracy theories and tesla i'm really into what tesla Nikolai oh, why tesla. do i think of elon musk tesla every Cause time he sucks <laughs> It's because I, I think I it. hear about it all the time. Uh, Nikola Tesla, that, that I think there's a bunch of conspiracy theories in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's so much fun to talk about. All right, back to the poison ring. The poison ring. There's a big trial. Dun, dun, dun. We always got trials in this podcast. And then, of course, um, they were found convicted. The two poison makers, the two distributors, and Spada. They got all five of them. Of course not. Julia Tofana, because she's quote unquote dead. She's dead. AF. I, I don't know. I honestly, they're like, she's obviously dead. And I'm like, obviously, how? Obviously, how? But that's. Because she lowered her heart rate. You know, women not, be yeah. dying. <laughs> she faked her own death. Yeah, Shakespeare style. Romeo and Juliet. Anyway, the five of them were hanged uh, in 1659, July 6th, in front of like, an extremely 
large crowd, way bigger than usual. They all came out to see these women get hung. Yeah, the mythological um, poison women. I was trying to think of a pun for the gang gang aqua stuff. Oh, my title right now, we'll see if it works out, but my title for the episode is She Wanna Aqua Tofana. She Wanna Aqua Tofana. <laughs> hey. That's pretty good. You like it? I like it. <laughs> my joke for another name of Aqua Tofana that I was thinking of was Quiznos Pizza, which doesn't make any sense at all because Quiznos doesn't make pizza, and that doesn't sound <laughs> anything like... I didn't even <laughs> Doesn't sound anything like... Akutafana, so I don't know. I just got stuck on that, and that's why I said nothing. Oh, my God. Quiznos Pizza, you know. Quiznos, yeah. What? You know, Quiznos Pizza. <laughs> my first thought was, yeah, I know. Yeah. They're subway plates. And They're I was like, like, you was like, that's obviously not a thing. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, obviously. They're I a sandwich <laughs> place. That has nothing to do with this. I would court. buy a Quiznos Pizza. I'm not going to lie. I haven't had Quiznos in a long time. We probably should have had dinner before this. <laughs> <laughs> Just be talking got, about food. We've got beer and wine for dinner. Hey, no, I've got the f- uh, honey, the fire whiskey. Oh, that's right. You had the great idea to put Tennessee fire whiskey with plain water seltzer, water sparkly water. Yeah, and cinnamon soda. It's, it's like yeah, so good. It's really good. And ice. Yeah. You're hydrating and getting tipsy at the same time. I mean, it's a win-win. Minimum sugar, maximum cinnamon. That's what I'm talking about. And it takes the edge off for this podcast. (laughs) So, after these women are hung, as an FYI, Maria Agrobedadana Blubi. I don't remember her name. I wrote it down. (laughs) Maria. Here it is. Aldo Brandini. Aldo Brandini. Close enough. Uh, She was never charged. She was questioned, and people were like, hmm maybe Maria maybe we should talk about that and the Pope himself came out and was like we're not going to talk about Maria she's obviously innocent that's what yep 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 she's didn't the rat. even question she's her she's the rat yeah. <laughs> oh what a theory I she's love the that one. Why, why is the Pope coming out like he know who is that well we we learned a little bit about Pope's I don't know 500 years before this but still like Popes are just yeah, people, but, but that still makes them perfect. That's what Catholic he's got some kind of connection are. to her to just come out and be like, "Oh, you don't know, you don't have to question her. She's fine. She's fine." Like they're questioning everybody. Yep, and they're just not going to question. Yeah, she's the rat. I'm convinced. Also, part two of there's three parts to this. Father Girolamo, the aforementioned dubious priest. Yeah, never interrogated, never questioned. They picked him up and they shuffled him off to an actual place for priests that needed like special care. They had a place for priests that got in trouble and they sent all those priests there. Like a They knew their priest priests were fucked school. up in yeah, the of course. church. Yeah, of course. And they had a special place for them. I have not been able to find what this place was or where it was, but if you know anything listeners, oh my gosh, please share it with me. I would love to go down it's that rabbit hole. It's blacklisted. You're never going to find anything. What well conspiracy i don't know if i would be like terrified or super proud of myself if the vatican called me up and was like we need to bring you in <laughs> i'd be like did i do something good cease and desist <laughs> no they're gonna they're gonna make you disappear more than i have cease and desist bringing it up my whole life has been men trying this, to make me disappear <laughs> this priest black site that they make them disappear at that's crazy you're talking about it to six listeners Hundreds of people. Watch out. Watch out. We are almost, we are three listens away from 50 listens, and I am so proud of that. That's awesome. We're on episode six. But more importantly, I love doing this with you. 
It's been pretty fun. It's I can't believe we're only on episode six, to be honest with you. Because you're having so much fun. I am. Correct. I am having a lot of fun. I'm so good at these tests. Oh, my God. <laughs> Correct. So good. Okay, the last part about this trials is that while those two were shuffled off, protected, ignored, etc., at least 40 lower-class women were just sent to prison. What? They weren't questioned or anything? Yeah, they were just accused and sent to prison. Women. What are you going to do? I don't know why they're poisoning people. I don't know I don't <laughs> where know. that comes from. You know what the we'll problem is? We'll just ship is? off anyone who's been named. Women. We just need to get rid of them. <laughs> yeah. Man, if we didn't have women around, we'd be... It'd be so much fun. They'd be so unemotional all the time because yeah. men never have emotions. No, we're always rational. <laughs> we rationally never, angry. We always do the best thing all the time. And yeah, because you're human. That's what humans do. <laughs> yeah, Women are to, inhuman. <laughs> trying to think of stupid shit to say. It is pretty good. It's, it's pretty good. I uh, but it's so ridiculous. It for our male listeners, both me and Scoot know that feelings are important. And we support having them, not shame for having feelings, but accept them and be about it. You're going to have it whether you want it to or not, so you might yeah. as well be in control of it. Otherwise, you're just going to start yelling at somebody and then be like, I don't why know why Why do they I think I'm yelling. a dick? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why everyone doesn't like me. <laughs> yeah, that's your future. Probably because you're yelling at them all the time. You need to go to therapy. Therapy is the best. Yeah. Yeah. So, Scoot, have you been to therapy? Not yeah. recently. <laughs> Not recently, but I have been to therapy. Hell yeah, you have. Hell yeah. Within the last year. Hell well, yeah. No, you haven't. Beginning of the years. year, I think. No, it's 2023. No, I got... Oh, you're right. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Time's flown the last year. We've had some transitions. Year and a half, yeah. And so I throw it out there every once in a while, but... You know, when it's it should be your own decision to do that, not someone else's. So, uh, it's on whenever the list. you're ready, it's on the list. <laughs> We're talking shit. <laughs> you have a, you need to well, go. No, to that's therapy. just like a we understand, right? It's yeah, a hard choice, yeah. but it's normal to have feelings that are hard to maintain. If anybody asks, I'm like, you need to do it. Do it. It's not weird. And then when it's my turn, I'm like, <laughs> I just don't want to. This is the normal. Put the yes, work in the so do human. It. God. Yes. I have to stop and set an appointment yes. and sit down and talk to somebody. <laughs> That's why I married you, babe. I don't need to. Well, let me know when you're ready. I'll set it up. <laughs> I'm here for you. You're totally right. Yeah. But only because I want you to be happy, not for other reasons. Anyway, so let's talk a little bit about what made this poison special. I know we talked about this before because it's in my brain, my little brain. Little. Um, but as I mentioned, the Duke of Sari did die peacefully, right? And he kind of led up to this whole rounding up and hanging of the gang. And they're like, that's gang, not arsenic. Gang, gang. gang. Uh, that's not arsenic poisoning. Um, and, of course, there's the mythology of the poison, its abilities, as a massive clientele, right? Everyone wants this. It's like, this small poison gang had, like, the whole city being like yeah. yeah we're about it at least half i should say i was gonna say like <laughs> roughly 50 percent in my mind 50 percent um but gosh i should have done research on if men did wear makeup or if any kind of man wear makeup because in my mind yes 
women were the clear profiteers from this. But there right. had to be some other people who would be very interested. Maybe they just refused that clientele like because yeah. it was too risky. Yeah, they just wouldn't even connect with them and be like offer you know what i mean right um the other thing is even today as i mentioned we have not been able to replicate this poison yeah on any level something that takes a couple drops that like kills someone in this certain amount of time we have no idea how they did it yeah and so a lot of historians male historians but historians nonetheless are like well clearly it's not real and they're making it up this poison doesn't actually exist However, we'll go into this later, but Italy was known for its ability to... Uh, they were obsessed with poisons in Italy for hundreds of years le leading up to this point. And most of their major families, the Borgias, the de' Medici's, I don't know if you're familiar with them, but just know that these families are famous for political power and for poisoning. And the Borgias, which came before the de' Medici's, which came before this story... We're known for creating a poison that with four to six drops could kill a man within a day or a week or a year. And that is a quote from hundreds of years before this. So I'm like, I don't think we should just write off the fact this is impossible. Yeah. It could be the best branding fucking ever. <laughs> yeah. And like, okay, they're leaning in. It works. They keep doing it. But also, like, we don't know everything today. Absolutely. I saw a thing today. Don't. Don't quote me on this. This is very... Loose facts here. Loose facts. Loose facts. We're asking questions. It was something that archaeologi archaeological people, whatever that job title is, I can't think of it right now. Archaeological? Archaeologists. Yes. My God, I cannot say that. They found this thing, and it's like, you know what a hexagon is? Mm -hmm. But it's with five sides. Whatever that shape is. Are you, you're not thinking of the dodecahedron, are you? What, is that the one that's the like a cube? The little thing with all the different size holes in it? No, no, no. It's like a hexagon, but lots of hexagons glued together like a soccer ball. Okay. So it's an orb. Right. But, but it has holes on each side. Why holes on each side? I don't understand what that okay, means. Okay, we're talking about different artifacts. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. They found this thing. Uh -huh. I just saw this today. It's like a hexagon, but it's got lots of hexagons glued together like a soccer ball. So it's like an orb. And on each of the points, like where all the triangles meet, there's this sphere. There's this little pentagon. Ball. That's five. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So they got it's this weird like ball shaped thing, and it's got these little orbs on it. And uh -huh. archaeologists, God, I cannot say what is it. Archaeologists. Archaeologists found it, and they're trying to figure out what it is. Mm -hmm. And they're thinking like maybe it's for the stars, mm -hmm. or it's some kind of like religious artifact. And they have no idea what it is, and they're posting about it. Well, apparently. A grandma. It's the knitting thing. Yeah. Is that what you saw? It's got holes in it. It's got a different size hole on each side. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Finish your story. A grandma what? Well, she got a hold of one or downloaded and 3D printed it. And then she's like, oh, it's for knitting gloves. And it was like they had no idea what it was for. And she figured it out. What? Yeah. You, okay. Now I want to hear. What do you mean it has different size holes in it? I... Well, I am basing what I know on an episode of this TV show, and the whole hour was based on this artifact. Yeah. So, uh, yes, yeah, some people think you could look, turn the, it's called a dodecahedron, even though it's got pentagons or whatever on yeah, each yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. Um, because of those different size holes, 
if you could line it up so that the two sides holes like matched up, you could tell a distance, right? So they were thinking maybe it's that. Yeah. But then, like you said, someone was like, oh, but you can use these different holes to measure the right size gloves for people. And it just shows that it's like, to me, maybe, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe both. Maybe it's just one of those tools that was like, <laughs> give me your your needle nose because I'm going to use it for things that's not supposed to be used for, but it works perfectly in this situation. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, I know it goes into the material they used because it was more rare material they used to make these, which kind of took away from the idea that they it's did just hand knitting simple... because they were so expensive to make. Yeah. But it just, that reminds me, like, historians are saying, oh, you could never, it's impossible to make this poison. And it's like. Is it, what do they or know? we just don't know how to do it? We don't know how to do it. Like, I can say that. We don't know how to do it. Like our last episode. We also don't know how to make Coca-Cola. I was just going <laughs> to say that. I was just going to no, say that. No, I didn't mean to ruin it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, like the Coca-Cola secret recipe. Nobody yeah. knows how to do it. Doesn't no. mean it's impossible. Yeah. Doesn't Just don't know how to do it. That's perfect. So, yeah, that's kind of like... We're connected. We our our wavelengths. We're totally in sync we're in right now. Sync. It's incredible. We're the same. I just got to shut up and let you finish your sentences. So rude. <laughs> so rude. Uh, well, you still like me. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do? Let me. You're like get better, <laughs> babe. Get better. I should get better too. No, I was joking. You're great. I we can always get better. Everyone can get better. Everyone can improve. But what a red. That's statement. what I. You know. That's why I get in trouble because I'm like I'm over here trying to get better. Why aren't you? And I guess people don't like hearing that. No one wants to improve. <laughs> Come on. Well, all I'm asking is a little, little bit of thought. A little bit of work. Yeah. Some questions are good. That must be why I married you, Scoot. Because I asked so many questions. Oh, my gosh. sick of it. It's the best <laughs> today. <laughs> well, <laughs> isn't that a paradox? I think that's yeah. so, like, classic of, like, couples, though. I think we could really be understood by our listeners if you've been in a long-term relationship. I would not change that about you. But also, I would, like... <laughs> a break. <laughs> less questions about every detail of the day that I have planned for you. <laughs> Because sometimes I haven't planned it, and that should be okay. <laughs> it is okay. I was just trying to figure out. I know it's okay. I'm, I'm not trying to get into this on the... But, yeah. We both have a really good point. We're and just, I know that you have a good point. You know I have a good point. I, and it's just we're di different people. I think we run into the issue where we're so worried about what the other person needs and wants that we just... <laughs> We're like going in circles until we're both like, what do you, what do you want? <laughs> and then we're like losing it. Yeah. And then we're like, I'm sorry. I was just, I just wanted you to be comfortable and safe. And then I'm like, I don't want to so, yeah. Actual footage from today's hike. <laughs> yeah. And then we saw a raccoon and that fixed everything. Oh my gosh. It was so cute. It really did. Tree. It really did. Oh my God. Anyway, uh, let's get back to the story. Can you so, put pictures in your uh, description? Um, I could try. Just like, can we put a picture of this cute raccoon on we'll there? We'll find out. And if I can, you guys will get a picture of a really cute raccoon. It was pretty cute. It looked right at us. I know. 
and then ran away. It was like Bigfoot moment. There was a second <laughs> one running across the path, and he stopped mid-stride, looked at us, and he was like, I don't care about them, and they kept going. Yeah. <laughs> so many raccoons. Let's get back to the story. In the swamp, which is crazy. Okay, sorry. <laughs> to the You were saying something story. before I so rudely interrupted. I'm trying to read my notes while talking slowly. <laughs> so, uh, what I think is interesting... No, I haven't. Let me, I'm not there yet. Should I fill the air? Um, Large part of mythology I, oh. of Aqua Tavana, like the biggest part of the fear of it, right. is the upper class is vulnerable to the lower class. Yeah. And that creates fear and myths and legends like nobody's mother tucking business quality's a bitch man yeah oh my gosh, oh my gosh. you want to see a man who's afraid look to any man in power who might lose a smidgen of that power yeah. to maybe get a little closer to everyone else that man is afraid he's got everything to lose yeah just get enough for what you need and then you could be chilling and making jokes dark humor is the best when you're in that point <laughs> if you can't laugh then you should be concerned um, uh, Sounds honestly. like you need to be emotional for a little bit. <laughs> and maybe go to therapy. Why anyway. so serious? <laughs> so, back, oh yeah, we're just a couple of jokers. Get it? Ha ha. Uh, uh, back to... Anarchists. Um, after this court trial hanging occurred, around 15 years later or so... Wow. We're, we're skipping ahead a little bit. That's a big jump, yeah. Do you remember the assassin Exili? Exili, yeah, I do remember. There's this whole crazy story about him. I'm not, we don't have time for the details, but Conspiracy? basically, no, story. Oh. Accounts. Wow. Yes. Where he, you know, he's working under the queen. No, I didn't a know that. A little bit after. Yeah, I said the ex-queen, the ex-Swedish queen. He's oh, learning, okay. also learning about poisons and stuff. That's right, that's right. And then he's kicked out of Italy. Well, he starts working for the ex-queen around the time Julia Tofana dies. I'm just saying. Anyway, he's working for this ex-queen, learning about poisons. And then about 15 years later in France, there's this very famous poison scandal where Exili is there and he's poisoning a bunch of people. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He got a hold of it. And then around five to ten years after that, he disappears from records. So, <laughs> we'll get into my theory. And then a little bit after that, we're going into, like, this early 1700s now, right? Wow, that's a long later. These are the records that we have. Everything else is people filling in stuff. Yeah. The records that we have is we have three major accounts of Aquatofana. The first one is by Labat. Say it with me. Labat. 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 Um, he has this account, which I have entitled Poisoner on the Run. He basically talks about a woman he calls Tofana. He says she sells poisons. She acts in extreme defiance. And then anytime she gets in trouble, she runs to the local sanctuary or, more importantly, the local convent for, for the local church or convent more often for sanctuary and is saved. What What's a convent? A nunnery. Okay. For women. Yeah, yeah. So basically, she's doing guerrilla tactics, selling poison, acting out, being disobedient woman, and then running to the convent or running to the church. And she's like yeah. doing this constantly, right? See uh, the whites of their eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and their attacks. Uh, 
there is this whole crazy story where she's in Naples getting her poison out this Tofana mm-hmm. called Tofana selling Aqua Tofana even though apparently Julia Tofana died 50 years before oh I see where you're going what record do we have nothing they're just saying this you would think if she faked her own death she would have changed her name but you gotta stay true to your your brand product, your, bra- your brand but, but I'm you know I have my ideas I also want to hear your ideas right I'm remember my questions who made Aqua Tofana who perpetrated it? Was it one person? Was it many people? Right? So this is the record. We have a lady called Tofana. Mm-hmm. distributing poison. She's doing these related... She's in with the church, with the underground of the church. And she's, like, helping the poor and the weak and the powerless. I'm full on board with the lady who faked her own death. hmm What's her name again? Julia Tofana. Julia is full that French chocolate movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's it called again? Chocolat. Chocolat. Julia I think it's an is English full movie, but it's basically French. Cho- yeah. But it's in France, I think. Yeah. But full chocolat, where she, like, comes in, she makes this amazing chocolate, yeah. amazing poison. And everyone hates her. Everyone hates her, and then she disappears. And it's like, there's she's some people left over who's still kind of making the poison or whatever, right? Just like the movie with the chocolate. Still kind of making it, still putting it out there, but she she's the people. one. Yeah, but she's the one, right? And then, like, the other people get, you know, prison, like, they right? get arrested. She set up Spada in the poison ring. Yeah, and then she moves Why on to the next move? spot. Yes. And she changes her name slightly, but she's still got the brand, mm-hmm. and she's, yeah, she's making it work there. And, she yeah, she's too smart to get caught. She's moving around. That's I'm why saying. nobody knows how to make it. I'm saying. Because she's got that... Uh, North Wind telling her where to go. I'm saying. Just watch the movie. You'll understand. But think of it as... It's a great... It stars Johnny Depp when he was younger and still an acceptable actor to watch in movies. (laughs) Also, the Dr. Octopus from the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. I don't know what his name is. (laughs) Is that not an appropriate way to say his name? What, Doc Ock? It sounds crazy inappropriate. (laughs) I don't see how it's... I, I I'm siding him have to super spell hard right it now. Out to me right now. I'm not. I, I can't. You won't. I can't. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> Our listeners will know. Say it one more time. Doc Ock. No, say it together. Like you're saying his name. Doc Ock. <laughs> All right, you guys I'm not, know. I don't get it. I'll tell Scoot later. Like Oculus, like glasses. No. So, uh, so we got <laughs> no. the bot's account. We got this lady who's poisoning people. Uh, and then we had the viceroy of Naples comes in. Not the priest, right? The viceroy. He's political dude. He's in charge of crime. One of his duties. Uh, duties. And he's like, we have to arrest her. And the church is like, no. That's against the rules. And he's like, no, I need you to bring her out of the church so I can arrest her. And the church is like, we will not. These are sanctified church laws. And you're in Italy, in Naples. Yeah. We will never do that. And so this viceroy... Brings his men out and physically drag this woman out of the church. So they can arrest her? <gasps> yes. She got caught. No. I mean, everyone knew where she was the whole time. Yeah, but they couldn't touch her. They had to conf- They had to delegitimize the church to drag her out. Wow. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't do that. You can't violate sanctuary. Haven't you seen Hunchback of Notre Dame? Not in a while, but I haven't seen it. Oh, that. what an excellent movie. Well... 
it's a fun movie. It's got some good songs. Excellent. Well, it's all I, right. I should, I should rewatch it recently before I claim excellence, but I really enjoy it. Uh, anyway, you can't do that. That's a big no-no. That's like spitting on the king, right? But for the church. So he drags her out, and then he brings her to this prison called Castel de Lovo, which I think is a brilliant... I love all Italian castle names. Yeah. Just side note, prison names, castle names, amazing. Castel de Lovo. Uh, and of course, the cardinal of this church that she got dragged out of He's like, you're attacking my power as a church. And so he demands, you got to return the prisoner right now. And he makes it really public. And he's getting the crowd, the civilians up in arms with mm-hmm. their AK-47s and stuff. <laughs> yeah, like rocket launchers. And... <laughs> yeah. You know, the usual, the, what yeah. everyone has Just in their whatever closets. you got under your pillow. Yeah, yeah. grab it. <laughs> Just grab that. Let's go defend the church. Um, the church. It's the same thing. It's I'm saying it's the oh, same thing. Oh, man. Anyway, In the name of Jesus. <laughs> so the cardinal's saying this. So the viceroy's like, what do I do, right? So he puts out immediately, like as soon as the cardinal's like, I need you to do this or we're going to come for you. The viceroy's like, oh, she already admitted. It's too late. She admitted she was going to poison every spring in the city, every granary in the city, which is where they keep their wheats and their grains, yeah, and every fruit in the market stalls. Yeah, she's going to take the whole city. She out. was going to poison kind of everything. Stuff. Yeah. So we killed her. Oh. And they did. They actually killed her, or they said they killed her. These are the accounts. They killed her. Right. This is the Labot's accounts. They killed her. And then they took her body and hurled it, like slingshotted it, like one, two, three, back over the walls of the church, back in, so that the cardinal got his body back. His body back. They took her secret poison recipe and they used it for themselves. That's what they did. Well, they probably just killed her in the castle. I mean, all this investigation. (laughs) It's not that complicated. It's the normal rule. You use torture to get what you want from your prisoners, especially if they are not nobility with powerful family. We get results. (laughs) We get results is what we get. (sighs) So that's the body over the wall story. Then a few years later, well, we don't have a date for this letter. Which I'm just like, psh. this is like a major cornerstone of the popular mythology. And it's this tiny little letter with no date. We just know it's sometime in the early 1700s. Okay, well, the- this is fun. It's a doctor who writes to his friend in Naples. And the only thing this letter says is, oh, we have got a woman and she has been under trial. She's been accused and she is now in prison. Because she has poisoned over 600 men, women, and children. And that's it. That's oh. all we know. I mean... Well, I have one more account, right? How often but do you from date that letter. stuff? But still, yeah. I always date my letters. Really? Well, mostly now it's automatic, right? Because they're in computer systems. Oh, I Yeah, but like... So I think that's like a 90s... 90s childhood, which is me, versus the 2000s childhood, which is you... Yeah. So I was like trained, always put the date. But we're talking about like the 1500s, right? But it's a doctor. Uh, maybe right? they didn't have a calendar. Maybe they didn't really care. 
Maybe he wasn't connected with the church, so he didn't know what day it was. He had no idea this letter he was sending that day was going to be a hot point of contention oh, yeah. in our podcast. Yeah, it's just a simple years later. letter. It's just like a text. Like, <laughs> yeah, do you he's date just your like, hey, text? What's up, bro? <laughs> no, you're not like January 27th. Hi. But our texts are dated for the, for. I I reference. hear you. They are, but no one's manually putting it in there. Yeah, this letter's not automatically date. Why didn't he just have an iPhone? This guy. Yeah, what's he doing with his life? God. I just think it's crazy. That's the only time we hear the term 600 is this letter. Yeah. And and that is like a cornerstone of every major article you'll find. And oh, 600 people men, serial women killer. And children. Yeah. Yeah. From what? That apparently that's what they got. They just blamed everyone who who died. Yeah. On that. And they were like we don't know why they died. Aquatovana, you know. Aquatovana. Yeah, maybe, like, maybe not. <laughs> it's literally undetectable. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how they're detecting stuff. Right? In if that you have time. something like an aneurysm, do they know what that is? Yeah. Right. Like, what do you just you just cut in, in my mind at that time? Their science isn't that developed, right? Like, I don't know that much, but they're they're kind of just winging it. Like, you're mm-hmm. cutting someone open. I got bad just, news for you, bud. They're kind of winging it today, too. I hear you, but... <laughs> like, but especially the, then, the, yeah. you just cutting someone open and going, I'm looking for something obvious. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I don't really know what it is. Mm-hmm. And then you go, it's Aqua Tafana. Yeah. Like, I don't... Yeah, they didn't... Their head's still there. They didn't drown. There's no gunshot or stab wounds. I don't even know if guns are around then. There's no obvious punctures. Must be the poison. Must be. The I can't mythical, tell you magical poison that could kill someone a year admits, later. Yeah, God forbid that guy admits that he doesn't know what it is. Yeah, because it's a doctor, right? Yeah, oh yeah. He's got to He knows everything. give answers. Whether or not he knows them, they are expected to give them. And I feel bad for that situation they are constantly in. It's, I put them in that situation. It's confidence men. <laughs> They need their own. <laughs> That's why that job exists. They're just <laughs> autopsy guys. It's aqua tofana. Uh, yeah, that's obviously it. He drowned to death. Okay, so you're gonna love our last, our last reference to tofana in this era. It's by a man named Kessler. He has a few that's pronunciations. Kind of a name for that? It's a German name. Um, like I said, there's a few pronunciations. I'm going with the easiest one. Fair enough. Um, if you're Wondering more details, look at our sources in the show notes. Anyway, Kessler is referencing a woman named Tofana that has been in the prison for like decades at this point. And this is 1730. So you got your timelines up? We're so talking about early 1700s, now we're 1730. There's this woman named Tofana who is a famous noted poisoner who has been in prison. And just lives in prison uh, and and tells everyone she's the one that created Aqua Tofana. And if she doesn't, that's what everyone says about her. Right. right? That's right. like her deal. She is a little old woman, like decrepit, ancient. Think the puppet on Kimmy Schmidt, right? Like just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, she it said he said in his letter, she belonged to religion. And that's why her life was spared. Uh we're talking about women, this woman who's sought sanctuary in it connects, yeah. nunneries, who was friends with the 
underground priests of the 1600s like not impossible interesting right yeah. uh and then she was also like a huge hip tourist spot <laughs> for the town because they would all go visit the little poisoner in prison she'd yeah, be like hey what's up italian lady she'd just be like stirring her soup or whatever i don't know want some soup no no thanks i just yeah not for the poison lady <laughs> no no thank you yeah um but yeah in in kessler's letter he says that this lady tofana was a poisoner known for doing the four to six drops of poison to kill uh, let's be real an abusive man in someone's life so that is what we have in terms of actual written history about aqua tofana what do you think is the story? And then I'll tell you mine. I think they uh, changed their name a little bit. Now they make bottled water. Oh, Aquafina? Aquafina. I mean, it makes Aquafana? sense. Yeah. It's close we enough. We bought that. T- no, we bought Sani today, I think. No, no. We bought, Aqu- we bought Aquafina. That's why, I, <laughs> that's why I'm bringing it oh, up it's so on much. Brand. Um, Sponsor. I really liked the story. I thought it was really interesting. This mythical poison that's untraceable odorless colorless all that stuff just the idea of it gives women power yeah just the idea it's it's almost a conspiracy in itself because it very well could have existed Mm -hmm. but you can't trace it you can't find it and they Mm -hmm. can't recreate it so they're like there's no way it existed and you're Mm -hmm. like for me anytime someone's like there's no way it could i'm like oh yeah just because you can't just because you can't do trace it. it doesn't mean it didn't exist. That's the right? whole point of it. Of course it didn't exist. That's the whole reason it was created. So you couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, they'd, they'd already know what it was and it wouldn't make the story. Yeah. So I love that. I'm into it. Yeah. You want to hear my theory? Yes. I have a crazy theory. Okay. I want to hear it. Because I write novels. Yeah. And I, I love to like build things into story structure. So I think Julia Tofana wanted to move on she saw spada was like killing it doing her thing she's like i don't really belong here anymore and went to stay with the ex-queen of sweden disguised as a man wait the queen was disguised as a man or was the other guy the other i lady? think julia was exili mm. dressed as a man because there's this whole story i didn't get into it before where exili was exiled from italy Right, and he had to leave, and he had to be escorted because the king didn't trust he would just leave. He's like he's an assassin. I don't trust him. Get him to the edge of my borders and watch him go. And then, right after that, we have an account of Exili staying at this guy's house for six months, and I'm like, ooh, romance novel, right? Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. Can you like that's like a perfect setup? It's a guy disguised as a woman, master assassin, and like the captain of the guard has to take her out of the country, and then he figures out who she is and why she does what she does and he's like conflicted and he's like do i help her he buys into it yeah yeah so there's this whole story right and then exili's poisoning people and creating a ring in france 15 years later and then all of a sudden we have tofana back in italy in the 1700s an ancient 100 year old woman yeah well in the 30s but i'm just saying it's possible and that's what i prefer I think I do it not, sounds better. It sounds fun. Yeah. I do not think, oh, yeah, that's definitely the truth, but it sounds fun. It does sound fun. Do you have a moral of the story today? Um, I'll, I'll give you mine. 
Not Br- really. No. My moral of the story is branding is everything. <laughs> That's great. That's a good one. Yes. That's a good one. Branding. It's really good. Everything. It impacts how people see you, and how people see you is how you move through the world. Mm-hmm. This is Instill a story about fear branding. fear in others. Or, yeah, mythological abilities. Magical abilities. Hell yeah. Christmas miracles. Mm-hmm. We do that. That's modern. We got there. What else did we get? Conspiracy theories out of this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess my moral would be just because it sounds fake doesn't mean it's fake. I like that. Ask questions. It's kind of a, yeah, it's kind of a looser one. But we're here for loose facts, so. Right, but on the other hand, the loose facts out there is that, oh, there's definitely a serial killer, Julia Tofana, who killed 600 plus people. Like, yeah. that, people are straight up saying that as a fact. That's a lot of people. Like, are they blaming her for going around mm-hmm. and, like, specifically putting drops in every, like, 600 individual people's cups or whatever they are saying are they... she individually is the one who sold that poison to all those women but oh th- no that was my follow-up was it's it or is she the one that supplied it right. they're saying she supplied it so she's the one that killed everyone and she didn't go around a mass murderer and a serial killer that's yeah. how afraid people are of women yeah but she, she clearly was not <laughs> she didn't go around and actually do it no. herself under no definition is she doing that and she's... yet that's how she is depicted today but she sold it so well, supposedly she sold it. None of right? Is, we don't even know none that. None of it's confirmed. Yeah. We can we can dream our dreams. Dream our dreams. Of what the past was. But some people, including us, will never know. Okay. Um, so our sources, largely thanks to a historian, Mike Dash of Cambridge University. He wrote a wonderful blog post. Gave a lot of references, sources, details. I've got that in the sources. A little bit of Wikipedia and then some other articles on modern ideas of what it is. You can see it in the sources, which I ask you to read with questions. But you should do everything with questions, as we always say. Um, thanks to Teresa Sudan for our incredible music. Yes, thank you. If you haven't heard Good Condition yet. Um, just came out. It just came out. It's amazing. I love jamming to it. It's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our seven-year-old loves it. Oh, my gosh. She's like, like mm, 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 mm. She's back there making that stank face. I'm like, you're seven. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> she's Calm like, mm, down. Mm, I get this. And I'm like, I respect it, but you're seven. <laughs> anyway, it's a great song. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah. Um, a little bit of news for us. We're moving into 2024 pretty soon. And once 2024 hits... We will be start building our social media presence. So start looking out for that if you are interested. Not yet, though. It's then Christmas. Then you can send us stuff. <laughs> yeah, leave comments, interact with us. Ideas, reviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Share fun. it to all your friends. Ooh. Just like a bad... Maybe not all your... Maybe specific friends who would... Yeah. <laughs> who are like, are you weird like me? Great. I will share this with you. Only That's share right it with friend. people who will give us a five out of five review. All right? <laughs> I don't, we don't want anything else besides five out of fives. You know, I love that we like tout that so almost religiously and yet any star you give us, you just be honest. I don't think we'd be really no, upset. No, but if you ask, yourself, if you ask, <coughs> if I go, 
give us a five out of five, they probably will give us a five out of five. But if I go, we're looking for a two out of five, we're never going to get more than a two. You're right. So I have to ask for a five. Branding is everything. Yeah, brand. What if, if we learned <laughs> anything today? Branding is everything. That's this great. is the most exciting podcast you've ever listened to. <laughs> Hell yeah. We're the best. Hell we deserve yeah. five out of fives from we wanna, every single person. We want to hang out with you, have a few drinks, and ask some questions. Ask some questions. And if you're not asking yourself a lot of questions by the end of this podcast, <laughs> then try again. Yeah, try go <laughs> somewhere that's else. That's the goal. Questions are literally gold mine. You know we're getting a lot of what? <laughs> Why would they that doesn't make any subscribe rate and review questions. <laughs> yeah. That or, happened. Or not, you do you. Branding. That happened. That's our brand. Red and Scoot. Red and Scoot. That happened. We're adorable. We're a classic normal couple in Definitely America. Definitely normal. Definitely normal. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I've never felt more alien than when you said that. Shh, they're gonna know. Oh yeah. Shh, we're super normal. We belong here. We belong. It's... If the government is listening, we are normal Americans. <laughs> if the government's listening, we're in trouble. Well, we're not in the army anymore. They shouldn't. They get. Yeah. What are they gonna do? They're untouchable. We're civilians. <laughs> We've drafted you. We you hold can't. more power now. You already broke me. Anyway, uh, leave a comment. Let us know what future ridiculous stories you're excited to hear and we can teach scoot about it or maybe scoot will get it in his head to host another episode i i want to do another one it's on your time it's on your time man i have to be motivated to do it i don't know how you do it every week i love it i genuinely love it it's amazing because you come up with these and when i did mine Mm -hmm. i literally looked up one source i just went straight to wikipedia and i didn't look anywhere else and you're like i've got all these sources you look all over the place Mm -hmm. you're like because none of these things line up i don't really know how true it is and all this stuff so i'm just blown away by all the research that you do before they start and it wouldn't be the same if you didn't do that in my defense I genuinely love research. And yeah. so, like, I enjoy doing this part, and it's wonderful to have a place to share it. Use it to your advantage. Yeah. Yeah. But I also love how you tell stories, because then I get to ask my questions that I'm asking during my own research process. Yeah. You're just seeing me do research live. <laughs> like, why? And then I go, I don't know. Why are you asking so many questions? Just <laughs> Why are you asking just, all these questions? Just sit there and listen. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait. Okay, well, we had a great time with you guys, and yeah. this podcast episode's a bit longer than usual, but I hope it was worth it, learning about uh, amazing female, quote-unquote, serial killers and mass murderers when, really, we're just surviving. So, it's a good time. Let's go! Let's go!